everyone. Welcome to the TR Book Conversation by Lisette. Today, we are going to do another book review. You know, our last book review was probably a couple of months ago. So uh, next, uh, this book that we chose was Power of Book by Damon John. And I wanted to say, I have known, you probably all known Damon John from uh, the Shark team, but prior to that, he was the owner of uh, Hubu, which was really revolutionary for a generation of younger people back in the day. So having since transformed to become uh, the Shark, you know, on the Shark team, but also becoming the people Shark, and even getting uh, the recognition from our uh, previous president, President Barack Obama, you know, was a great thing to see that, you know, uh, somebody that came from literally nothing. So when he put his, his book, The Power Book, came out, it was instantly added to my list of books. And you know how it goes, right? It's on your list, but then you need to get on your reading, reading list. So finally, we were able to select this year as a part of a, a book for us to read in the month of March. So, I mean, automatically, when you look at the book, right, the title of the book definitely grab your attention because the book title is, uh, is, uh, is, um, is uh, The Power of Broke, you know, how empty pockets, a tight budget, and a hunger for success can become your greatest competitive uh, advantage. So definitely right the way you can see that Damon is really laying the foundation, you know, he's using the keyword broke, you know, in a, he, he, in a way he's taking the power out of broke, the brokenness, you know, and uh, he's taking the power out of the world broke, which I love. So that's one of the reasons I picked the book. And you know, for any book conversation that we have, we always follow our framework. Now framework is very simple. We choose three ahas, three things that we, really felt like it was an aha moment for us. And then two takeaways, two things that we can definitely take away, you know, and maybe do or continue to doing. And then one action plan that is every time I read a book or I read something, I'm always trying to figure out like, what is my action plan and how I can execute and how I can implement what I just learned. So uh, the action plan is really for that. So let's get started. You know, let's get started with this book. So the power of growth by Damon John, you know, he really, the way the book is laid out, you know, you guys know that I always listen to my book in audio book, and when I love it, love it, love it, uh, I, I go ahead and buy the actual book. So in this book, he made it like a story. It was really a storytelling. And it's actually, when you listen to it, it's not his voice. I actually learned that his dialectic, so his speak, he can't really read uh, the whole book for us the way we really want it. We're taking forever. So he chose somebody else, uh, Wayne. He's a broadcaster out of New York to actually read the book, which his voice, because you know that I sometimes care a lot about uh, the person that is the audiobook voice, right? Because sometimes if the voice is really boring, I've told you in the past that it can really defer me or detract me or attract me to even listen. But this time, I like the voice. It was really very manly, he was still a black guy, so you know that he was in the spirit of Damon, and he's still a little bit hip hop, so it's, it, it matched perfectly with Damon, you know. If you wouldn't even know that it was somebody else if you didn't know much about Damon John, his personal voice. So that was a good choice, I would say. Now let's talk about the three ahas, because the way the book is laid out, I was saying is uh, 
he shares story after story after story after story of people that found themselves in a situation where they didn't have money to grow up, you know. So he tried to show that um, so my first aha is really around be broke, cause you to be aggressive, resourceful, and creative, you know. So me, for instance, right, one of the things that, one of the reasons I grabbed the book is because I know that, you know, I don't want to say as an African person, but as, an, as a Black person or as a minority, usually, that usually have a lack of resource or even just general have a lack of resource. You always see people coming to you and telling you problem about money. You know, they always have money issue, money issue. And even from my family growing up, I know that, you know, 99% of the people that come and ask for my parents for help, it's always money that they, they're asking. And it's, it's always been a feeling that I had that, you know, that doesn't solve the problem. Giving the money doesn't solve the problem. I rather give somebody resource or give them solution or problem solve for them. You know, I'm always for the problem solving instead of money. And even before I grabbed this book, I was telling a friend not too long ago before this book that for whatever reason, I always feel like money, because when people don't have money, it just breaks their spirit, it breaks their energy, it breaks their creativity. So the power of growth gives you the ability to actually force you to be aggressive. It's like you take money out of the situation. And then now you can actually focus in on the real problem. And sometimes you can even act like you have the money. So I actually felt like, you know, I already have that spirit in me, but definitely the book gave me an aha that I was on the right path, having that mindset, you know. So that was my aha number one, being broke forced you to be aggressive, resourceful, and uh, definitely creative, which is super important as an entrepreneur or even building anything. The second aha is uh, money can be a, to obscure your vision, right? So for me, I think that was that was magnificent because I feel like sometimes when people have way too much money at their exposure, they can't really think. They can't be creative. They can't be scrappy. They can't be, you know, uh, they can't be agile. They can't be speedy because they just reuse, they just rely on money to solve the problem, you know. It's almost like raising kids, for instance, you know. But even if you're not an entrepreneur, because this book is really talking about entrepreneurship, right? But even if you're not an entrepreneur, you know that, People that have a lot of money, you know, instead of just trying to be with their kid and spend time and try to educate their kid and really show the kid about real value, they just throw money at problem, you know, they throw money at problem. And I can sit here and tell you so many stories of kids that have uh, coached the past, of adults that are coaching the past, that when I read, when we dig into the, the family history or how they grew up, you realize that, you know, they didn't have any emotional. And but it did not, they didn't have any emotional support or spiritual support from anybody. All, the only thing they had was just money thrown at them. You know, they had like great vacation, more around, going around the world. They live in a very simple house. They had everything that they wanted, but there was, it's like an empty shell. There was really nothing inside. And uh, that tells you that, you know, money obscure your vision, money obscure, because when you have money, there's no passion. I mean, if you give somebody that doesn't have passion money, they'll waste it, you know. Would you rather have the passion than the money? You know, you need to know exactly. It's, so it's, it's go back to, again, people that are super rich when they raise their kid, right? And they don't ask their kid really, go find your passion, you know. One time I heard Deepak 
Chopra say, this is not a book about Deepak Chopra, but that's just an example, right? He said, and he was not in the book either, but he said that, you know, the only thing he want to give his kids is really for them to find the passion and the purpose in life. And then once you do that, you know, that's it. And you hear the same thing for Warren Buffett. The only thing that Warren Buffett gives his kids is first an education, the four-year education, and everything else they have to find. So sometimes I see, I feel like there's some value in just being super flat out and not having the research and actually walk your way into getting the research. But nothing wrong with having the research. It's just how do you allocate the resource in terms of money that is really important. Because I'm telling you, when you don't have the mean, you become super creative, you know. But what you have to do, and we're going to talk about it later, is you have to get out of your own way and thinking the money is where you need to solve things. So that's um, take that's aha number two. And the third aha is he talked about business. He talked about like your business is uh, you have to treat your business like a relationship, you know, and I really love that, you know, because um, I have been on a journey to trying to really understand how my relationship is. And this year, my world of the year is networking. So it's always something that is uh, important in my mind that I'm always thinking about. So when he talked about how your business uh, is a relationship uh, and you are the brand, so that means when people see you, they see the business. When people see the business, they see you. So you are you and the business become a brand and you are together. And even if you don't have a business, you are also a brand. You People should be able to, when they see you, you are at the core of everything that you do, you know? So your integrity, your trust, the belief, you know, everything that you do, it's a package. You are part of the package. And that's why I always tell people like, whatever you do, if it's social media, or you go out there, you speak, whenever you are out there and portraying, you gotta portray the real you, you know? Don't be saying, oh, because I was with these people, I was acting this way, but I'm not really that person. No, 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 no. You are you and you are the brain. So everything that people see is you and you have to be authentic. You talk about authenticity, you talk about relationship, how your relationship collide naturally with how authentic you are and how your relationships definitely help your business. And I can tell, totally testify for that. And I thought that was a cool aha for me because it's something that I already knew, but it always, it's always great to hear it back uh, in, in, in a book format like that. So those are my two, my three ahas. You know, my three ahas, I really love those. Now let's get to the takeaways, you know. Um, basically, one of the things that I like in general that he just talked about is being, having the power of growth gives you a sense of desperation, you know? So my first uh, takeaway is he talked about rise and grind. And before even uh, this book, I already knew the word, but I didn't know where it came from, but this is like, if you've ever been in my focus to mastery program, you know, this is like a word that I use, rise and grind, rise and grind, you know, the grind continue. The grind never finished, the grind continue, you know? Because life is a grind, you know, and while you're here, you gotta grind, you know, and the grind never stops. That's the thing. So it, it, yeah, you gotta take vacation, you gotta enjoy yourself. But in the world of Mark Cuban, you have to grind like there's a 18-year-old kid in the basement about to take your job, about to take your business. So you always the reason why I like rise and grind, and that's what he said, you have to have a sense of desperation. 
you have to have a sense of you can never sit on your laurel and act like I got it, you know. And money, the power of growth, when you have the mentality, because at the end of the book, you really talk about it's not about being broke in the bank account, but it's having the mindset, the mentality of being broke. That alone will catapult you and always put you in the grinding mode because you're always going to be like, okay, who is trying to grind with me? You know, it's not because I have a pile of money in my bank account but I'm going to waste it. You know, I'm always in grinding. Like I always tell people, I always, when I walk in a store trying to see how I'm going to save the money, you know, even if I have the money ready to save for whatever, I'm always ready to grind and get the money, you know, get the, get the benefits that I can find, like grind them and get what I need. So I really love when he talks about, he's talking about you have to walk harder, faster, longer than anybody that you know. And if you know me or you know anything about me, I wholeheartedly believe this. I don't like mediocrity mindset. I, I'm all about excellence. I'm all about doing the best that you can while you here and give it at all. Put all on the table. I don't know why I'm pounding, but put all on the table. So the rise and grind was just a great takeaway. It could have been a heart that I was like, this is already something that I believe in and it's just naturally talk about it. And I love it, love it, love it, love it, love it. Then my second takeaway is something that I believe in wholeheartedly as well. You know, so you see how much I love this book, right? He talks about be kind. And he gave an example in the book, you know, and it, it, it goes back to what I was saying earlier about you, your brain, right? And kindness, you know, goes a long, long, long way. You know, but I, the way that I see it, I always say be grateful. You know, he said like, it's, it's in, inside kindness, you know, we have like appreciation, trust, uh, be trustworthy, we have integrity, always be on your good behavior. You know, that's what I, well, that's what I say. Like, yeah, you can make a mistake. That's what I was talking about earlier about your brain, right? Always be on your good behavior, you know, and always be in your positive mindset. This is because I'm an optimistic and positive person and I will never, never, never give the worst of me to anybody. You know, if, I, if I'm not feeling well, I'm not going to engage, you know. I'm going to spend time and do what I can within myself. So people naturally see through you. They see exactly who you are when you're trying to be who you're not, you know. So be kind. If you're not a kind person, go read some book or do something to just be kind, you know, just... It doesn't cost much to be kind. You know, kindness is free. It's, and, and that's another thing when we're talking about the power of growth, right? You can be broke. You can have no resource. But if you're kind, it can open doors to you, right? It can open doors to you. Be kind doesn't mean you can't criticize people. I'm the bluntest person you ever know. So you can be kind in your bluntness. You can be kind in your directness. So that when you're talking to people or giving feedback or whatever situation, they understand that you're coming from a place of kindness. You're coming from a place of trying to help them get to the next level, rise and grind again, right? So he thought it, there was a story in the book, I'm not going to divulge on that, but there was a great story in the book where this guy came in the conference and he didn't have any money and he was just, you know, sweet talking the lady and so happened to be the husband of the lady is one of the biggest bloggers that he was been looking for to meet for years. So it just opened up to him. And I have to tell you, in my personal life, I have so many situations of that. Like I will meet somebody and I'm just simply kind. You know, it's just my nature. Because when I appreciate, one of the things that I do is 
I'm always grateful for any situation, for any room. I don't take anything for granted. You know, I don't say, okay, my name is Lizette, you gotta do this for me. No, I don't have a chip on my shoulder because I know everything that you get is because somebody has given you the opportunity, which it can be God or it can be a friend, it can be a boss, it can be a client, it can be anything. Somebody has to knock and then you have to open. And then when you open, you have to hold the door for others to come through again. So it's super, super, super important. And I mean, I've talked about it in other podcasts and other places about gratitude, but when you have a grateful heart, you know, it opens doors to you. You see the world in a very positive way. You see the lady that come in your house and help you clean. You appreciate the work she's doing, spending hours in your house. You know, you see the people that come to your house and clean your backyard. You appreciate every little thing that happened. The people that take care of your kids and the daycare, you smile, you appreciate it because they said on doing, you don't have the opportunity to do what you do. So you have to be in a grateful heart. And when you start looking at gratitude, you take all of those things for granted. Nothing is taken. Uh, you, you, not, you don't take anything for granted. You are grateful for all of them. So I really, really, really love that takeaway. It totally embodies what I believe in and what I, what I do and practice every day. And do we have bad days? Yes, we do. But when you have a bad day, recognize that it is your bad day. And do not make it bad for everybody. Just go like I say in your closet go take a shower, go do your five things that make you happy and come back, you know, and give your best to the world. So when I'm not in the mood to give my best to the world, I don't engage. That's just the things that I do. So the book is not saying that you have to be, oh, la, 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 always in a good mood. But he do talk about if you need to meditate, you need to walk out, you need to do yoga, whatever you need to do, do it for you. So that you can always be kind and give the best in the world. Because anyway, like I was saying in my third aha, all of this impact uh, the way you, you, your brain is. Because when you are not nice, people will, the world goes around really quick. You know, when you walk in the room, everybody always knows this girl is not nice. Obviously, people always say bad things about people, but the truth, like they say, the truth shall set with free. All right, now let's get to our action plan. When you have nothing to lose, you the power, that's when the power of Zopa really get activated, right? Look at every you look at every situation and see how you can manage it if you didn't have money. So one of the things that he talked about is with the power of both is you have to look at every situation as before you you don't have any choice. You have to look at every situation like this is the last chance that I have. What can I do to make it better for myself? What can I do to make it better for myself? What it means for me? And then another of my action plan that I'm definitely, definitely, definitely going to apply for me. And you have to read the book to decide what is the best one for you, right? It is when you are pitching, when you are selling your stuff to somebody, you have to look at what's in it for them. What's in it for them? You know, you gotta look at the perspective. So it's part of the be kind to, you have to put yourself in a little bit of their shoes and try to sell for them from their perspective. That is a, a, an action plan that I really, really love. 
So you have to look at every situation and flip it around from the perspective. And he goes in detail about when people pitch because you know he's part of the chat thing. So I really love that part and I'm definitely gonna apply it because I have a lot of teaching to do this year. And uh, this was really great for me to listen, understand, and this is something I'm definitely gonna apply. So I would highly, highly encourage you to read this book. Now let's talk about our writing. Yes. So every book that we read, after we do our three hour hugs, our two takeaway, and our action plan, we read the book. And I have to say, I really, really love this book. I'm going to give this book a 4.5. And the 0.5 that I'm taking away is because he, I who have loved a couple of stories, but he gave away too many stories, you know, to a point where I don't even remember some of the people, you know. So there was too much story, you know. I'll have just prefer one or two, three, four, five stories here, but it's just like story over story over story. And he just went too much into some of the story, you know. So give me a little bit of story and give me the lesson, story, lesson, story, lesson. But he was like, story then key sharp point story and key sharp point and sometimes you get exhausted another thing is the book is super long too so but it's a great book i will highly recommend it obviously i don't give 4.5 if i would not recommend definitely the book to you guys so highly recommend it 4.5 check it out you know power of broke i'm super excited about that the last thing that i want to share is uh, this is like a good uh, Things. If you didn't read the book or you don't plan to read the book, you should apply this all the time. He said, always set a goal, do your homework, adore what you do, which I love, love, love that. That was also one of my key away, but I only have three key, key a, a that I can share. Four, remember who you are. And then five, he said, keep swimming. So keep swimming is like keep going. Like, like I say, rise and grind, keep grinding. Never stop. Like I always say, the, the grind never stops. So, so that's his uh, motto. That those are the five things that he always tell you to do, no matter what situation. So that almost concludes, you know, our book conversation today. Usually, now after we share the rating, the next thing is to talk about our book announcement. And in terms of our book announcement. I have been really trying to reflect on this podcast and our virtual uh, online book club. And uh, I want to announce to you that we're going to take a hiatus, you know. Uh, and I was talking at the beginning before we start taking this podcast to my uh, Facebook group here that we are going to take a hiatus because I want us to change platforms because I strongly believe that we're having some technical an engagement issue with Facebook, and I'm looking at other platforms that we can uh, use and continue doing the same thing. In terms of the podcast, it's not going to change. I think we're always going to record the audio version and put it on the podcast because it's really important and it has been really helpful to people to even come back after months to see uh, books that we already review and give our, our authority and knowledge and share our rating with others. So. We're gonna continue that, but in terms of like the group setting, reading the book, I'm really trying to understand what is the best solution. So we are going to go, we, we're gonna go on hiatus for a couple of months, I must say. 
I don't know how long, because I don't know how long it's gonna take us to identify what's going on with our group and how we wanna move forward into another platform. But we definitely, as soon as we solve that, solve that challenge and find a new opportunity, we're gonna come back into the uh, social media platform of it and we're gonna share more with you guys. So thank you again for listening and uh, stay tuned. Bye. Thank you.